shall rejoice and be glad in it. Listen, thank you so much for tuning in to the Advancing the Kingdom podcast. I am your host tonight, Matthew Tillery. I'm really excited tonight to have as my guest, that's none other than Pastor Marcus. What's going on, <laughs> bro? Hey, sir. How's it going? It's going well, man. Listen, thank you so much for, for, for coming on the Advancing the Kingdom podcast. I really appreciate you. How are things going? Um, everything's going great. Um, super busy uh, with ministry and work and business. And um, I'm honored uh, that you invite me here. Um, so I'm glad I can be a part. Well, I'm glad you are a part. Listen, we've been knowing each other for years and it's an honor and a blessing really to just to see how God has moved in your life through the years. And it's just really a tremendous blessing. So I'm just really grateful for the seed, for the small seed that I that I planted in your life and just to see the progression in your life. So so I'm just really excited for what God is doing in your life, man. Just really excited and, and appreciate you so much. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you, Apostle, and all that you've done. Um, like it was not a small thing. It definitely was not a small thing because you know we went through quite a bit <laughs> over the about 13 years um we had some mountains and we had some valleys but you know we pushed through and you did um what you knew how to do um best which is be a apostolic father um and an example and i really appreciate um all that you poured out over the the years same same feelings here same feelings here really appreciate you look before we get started Go ahead and send a shout out to your leaders tonight. Yes, yes. Um, I have the honor and privilege of being the college and young adult pastor at Legacy Center Church um, in the beautiful city of Wake Forest, North Carolina. Um, amazing pastors, uh, Pastor Soso and Dr. Faith Wokema. Um, they are forerunners. They are pioneers um, in the kingdom. And I glean uh, so much from them. Um, during this season, they they sacrifice so much um, uh, for the region and for the church. So I just I continue to watch and glean from them all the time. Amen. Well, we certainly honor your leaders tonight and just thank God for for really the connection that he has connected you with kingdom people and apostolic voices. And we need we need apostolic voices in, in the times and seasons that we're in. Uh, mm -hmm. So we're grateful for for those apostolic and prophetic voices that God has placed in our lives in such a critical time in the body of Christ. We're certainly in some critical times. The earth is groaning, the earth is shaking, but I understand it. I'm excited because when the earth shakes, when the earth groans, that mm -hmm. means that the sons of God, they are about to manifest in the earth. So I'm excited, man. Thank you so much. And yes, certainly we honor your leaders tonight and thank God for them on tonight. Let's go ahead and have this kingdom conversation tonight. Uh, just really uh, share that your heartbeat and really just just want to tap into uh, that oil, that anointing that's on your life. Uh, I saw it years ago and it's still flowing and it's, <laughs> it's just really uh, excited, man, about what God is doing. You know, you get excited when you see a folk that you have poured into and you see them doing great things in the kingdom. I think it should be like that all over the place. But of course, we're, we're we know that it doesn't always happen like that. No, so sir. let's go ahead and have this conversation. Listen, I, first of all, I, I just want to ask you this. What what role do you believe that your generation play in terms of advancing God's kingdom uh, in the earth, in, in the times that, that we're in? What 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 role do you believe 
that your generation, that millennium generation? Yeah. Um, so I believe, in my honest opinion, you know, the millennials starting, I think we're somewhere now between like the early 40s and the mid to early 20s. And we are like the information age, right? Um, from the time we're born, we're handed like iPads and we you know, put in computers and we're used to having information like really quick. Um, we, we, we can Google search anything we want to know, you know, you used to have to get encyclopedias, um, <laughs> you know, to read through and find information. But now um, information is so accessible and there's like an overload of information available to us. And sometimes that could be actually to our detriment. Yeah, I was just going to ask you that. How, how do you balance? Because you're right. We're in an information age where, where we have ac access to so much information, as you just said. How, how do we balance all of that? Um, I think you have to personally slow it down. Um, there are cer certain things in the spirit that are not fast. There's certain things in the spirit. You, you already started up. <laughs> Preaching already. Um, so uh, there are certain things in the spirit that will take time because God's timing is not our timing. Wow. God's timing is not our timing. You know, he, he operate, operates on the Kairos, not the Kronos. So he's not looking at your clock or your calendar. Um, he's more concerned about the purposes of you producing his glory than your your desires. Right. Whatever it is that you want or you want to do. Um, so going back to the question about what I feel like our roles are, um, I think as it relates to the information that we get, which is in excess, I think our duty is to question everything. Right, right. Because right. we get so much information, we have to question like what is real and what is not, what right. is authentic and what is duplicated. Wow. Uh -huh. Because uh, previous and previous generations, you know, we respect the foundations that were laid um, in the church. But um, we as a generation question, you know, some of the things that the last generation just accepted as truth because someone else said it. Right. Right. Um, we, we have to take, you know, let's let's go scripture by scripture. Let's go book by book, um, precept upon precept. Let's go into it and really get down to figure out um, how can I make this word or this gospel applicable um, right. to my life? How can I make it um, something that actually transforms my mind? How can I give make it something that transforms uh, the world around me? Um, you know, how can I actually use this word to give me uh, leverage or the advantage um, to move forward? Because it's like a very like advanced generation, like progressive. So like this generation is actually very prophetic. <clears throat> Wow. That's very prophetic. That's why the prophetic is rising up in the church. The prophetic is, is this buzzword, this buzz thing, because this generation is highly prophetic. God, God has really um, opened up our ears and our hearts to receive um, not just information from the world, but also I believe the streams of heaven are actually opening up as well. And we are the generation that seeks God. We are a generation that yields to the voice of God as he's speaking. Wow. Powerful. That's, that's that's very powerful very very powerful uh one of the things that that i got out of the things that you just said one of the, the things that i got out of it and i oftentimes see it as pastor in in, in in the church is that you guys don't really want to you you guys um uh don't really want to uh sit in a service with just a lot of hollering and talking and hooping and hollering 
Don't don't hoot me to death. Don't please, please, please. You, you you guys want to want you want to experience God, but you also you want to see. I mean, you want you want to see some manifestation. And I think uh, to to back up what you just said, that sometimes the church can become so institutionalized, right? Absolutely. That we focus more on uh, programmatic activities versus uh, having an encounter with the Spirit of God, right? Mm-hmm. But your generation, you know, you guys are not, you you guys are not, you don't have the endurance for programmatic stuff. No, sir. And, and you really want to experience God. Somebody say, well, well, the millennials are leave, leaving, the, leaving the church. No, they're not. They're, they may be leaving the church building, mm-hmm. but they're not leaving God. And they're not, they're, they're not leaving the church. They just decided to be the church. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They're they're leaving religion. Is what they're right. leaving. It's right. the form. It's the form of godliness. Wow. wow. That they're leaving. But there's there's a power that we know that is accessible. There's a power that we know that's actually in the Bible. Um, and we we've experienced ourselves. We know we should be operating in. But we go to some of these churches, and we we know when God is there or not. <laughs> we we know when the authentic presence of God is there or not. And and let me tell you, I'm not I'm not easily impressed. Wow, wow. <laughs> I'm not easily impressed. I can see right through. You know, you can go into the service and see right right through some of this stuff. Some of these people are not even like all the way. You know, what I'm saying saved or all the way in God, like quote unquote. But they they know what is real and authentic or not. Right. Mm. Yeah, that, that that that's powerful, and, and you're exactly right. I, I think we're in a and and I oftentimes share this and stress this that we we're not coming now to be and when i say we I, i'm not part of your generation but but i have yes, some sir. of the same sentiments right i have some yes, of the same thought process that, yes, that that even at my age i don't want to just come here to hear a lot of hollering hooping and screaming anymore mm-hmm. but i want to come in and, and and experience the power of god right yes, sir. And, and 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 i believe that 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 is what you all are seeking. You just want to experience the, the glory, the power of God. So as, as a college pastor, how do you convey uh how do you can convey the importance of, of God's presence? Since we were talking about God's presence, right? As a college pastor to, to the ones that you are you are leading, how do you convey to them the importance of God's presence when we come together? Mm-hmm. Um well first you know the authenticity of his presence wow because there you know i don't want to be like there's a difference between like just opening up your mouth and then there's pure worship because it's a heart posture that's uh necessary to enter into realms with god um we don't want to just lift up a sound it'd be clanging cymbals right we want to actually lift up a sound that transcends the earth and actually touches and pierces heaven. So second Corinthians says where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Right. Right. Psalm 16 in his presence, there is fullness of joy. Hallelujah. So we, we acknowledge his presence, right? We acknowledge his presence, who he is when we are encompassed or surrounded by his presence, it produces. Wow. You can't, you cannot go into his presence and it not produce. 
so so you so we can't have an encounter in his presence mm-hmm. and and we 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 leave out the uh, same right so so we can't it can't happen right no no when, when there i i believe and i totally concur with what you just said when there is an authentic presence of god that our lives are transformed in the presence of god so so you know at the end of the day it's all about creating and not even so much creating the environment the environment is already created we just have to step into what's already there right mm-hmm. yes sir yes sir so i i believe that that your generation the millennium generation um and and my generation which is the baby boomer right mm-hmm. so I believe that 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 we 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 must embrace uh, the anointing that's on you all's life, but not just the anointing, but also the influence that you have, right? Absolutely. Yes, you sir. all have an influence that I don't have, so we must embrace the influence that you have that you bring. Because here's the reality: this is what the Lord shared with me today, that 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 your generation, mm-hmm. they ain't trying to come to your table. <laughs> that, come on. That, 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 they're gonna create their own table. Come on, sir. Come on. So so they're, they're gonna create their own table. They're gonna create their own table. So so we must, and I believe we, we have to embrace what you bring. We have to embrace the anointing on your life. We have to embrace the influence that, that's on your life, right? And here's one of the things that I believe that stops us from embracing the anointing, the oil that you all carry, it is it is the spirit of intimidation. Wow. Wow. So, so we we cannot, when I say we, I'm talking about the baby boomers generation. We cannot be intimidated with you all, but we must understand that you all bring something to 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 you bring you you bring a level of an, an anointing, you bring influence. So let's let's gel and bring these two together right yes sir yes sir and 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 let's advance god's kingdom because at the end of the day it's all about him it's not about us anyway but yes, i think a lot of times intimidation the spirit of intimidation is there uh i've done it this way for years and and you know and i don't want to change it so if you come to me with an idea that's going to be that's going to better be better for everybody and not only uh, a good idea but a god idea because mm-hmm. i'm you may see something that i don't see but we have to be able to embrace it you know our assistant pastor brent pastor brandon you know he's a young guy very innovative uh, has yes, a lot of ideas and he, he come to us you know oftentimes well apostle let, what do you let's let's do it this is going to make this better this is going to do so we we have always embraced what he brings to us because we know there are some things in particularly when it comes to uh, technology, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so we can't be, we have to be able to embrace ideals from you all. We have to be able to embrace your anointing and the ideals that you bring. Yeah. And, and that in turn, um, bridges the gap, right? Right. It, right. it means, it means the breach right. that has been created between the generations. I don't think it has to be either or. It can be both and. Right, right. It can be both and because there's the wisdom that the baby boomers bring that's necessary to carry the weight of the assignment um, for what's next for the church. 
Right. And then there's the energy and the zeal and the creativity. Like I said, the prophetic string that's available in the millennials that, you know, the baby boomers need in order to push, you know, the vision forward as well. So I think it's necessary that we come together. We bring what we have to the table. Um, And, you know, it's the enemy's desire to cause division in the body. And he he constantly does that. You know, he uses generations. He uses uh, gender. Mm-hmm. He uses denominations to cause division in the body of Christ. And that's that's what he wants to do. If he can mm-hmm. cause division, then he can he can literally stop us from moving corporately together. And God wants us to move corporately as a body and not as one generation or another generation. But he wants us to move together. And we and then and we have to merge the generations together to advance God's kingdom. I need some of the things that you have. You need some of the things that I have. So let's bring this stuff. Let's work together to advance God's kingdom in the earth, right? That's it. That's it. It's needed. Every every joint supplies. Every joint supplies. Great. Great. Yeah. Yeah. You you guys are you are a wired, and you you talked about it when you first started having the conversation about uh, technology and all of that stuff. But you guys are a wired and connected world. You are a wired and connected world. Uh, and here's here's some numbers for you. You you are you all are the largest generation in the in the United States. Eighty million. Yes, sir. That's power right there, right? Yeah, I mean numbers, numbers. That's power. And you all you surpass surpass. You have surpassed now uh, myself the baby boomers. So you guys are the number one generation in terms of members in the united states i call you all the shifters i, I call, I call you all you all the shift shifters because if you even look uh, pastor marcus if you look in the political arena you see it's being dominated now by the millennials now, now some of those jokers been up there 90 years and they 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 gonna stay there until you know until the lord call them home right but for the most part, you guys are you, you're moving in the political arena. You, you're moving in, in all seven spheres, all seven mountains of influence. You guys are actually you're moving into all those places. And that's and I believe that's that's what God wants. You know, that's 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 where he wants to because you're bringing transformation now to areas that refuse to see change. But you guys are stepping in and say, we're not doing it like that no more. Nah not um i believe at the core of it is um identity i think a lot of what i think a lot of what our generation even our culture as as a black people um a lot of something that we've lacked is identity right um i believe this generation is has prioritized knowing who we are before it is what we do wow. we have prioritized that's why you've seen this rise in like mental health and dealing with the things of the mind because we we realize that the foundation of what we do is is built upon first who we are right right and who we are in him and then after we deal with who it is that we are then it gives room or makes room for us to operate in our gifts wow uh because well we've been damaged and even myself you know like over the span of churches that i've gone through you know over the years and things like people would put me up for my gifting or what it was that I, could do and i was a fragmented person 
you know, I, I had fragments of a person. I wasn't a full, whole, complete being. Therefore, I gave in the level that I could or the dimension that I could because it wasn't a full, it wasn't the fullness of the Godhead. I, I gave a piece of Marcus or the, or the first two levels of Marcus, but then you had 10 other levels of Marcus to, to press through or, uh, or peel back before you could actually get to the actual person to be able to see the, the God that you see now that exudes um, from my life. Wow. Wow. That's powerful. But, but can I, can I share something with you? There's yes, another, sir. there's another Ram of Marcus that's still coming. <laughs> Look, yes, sir. You're, you're you're not you're not done forming yet. <laughs> the the no, anointing is still being strengthened in you, and and there's a you that that has not come forth yet. That's the great thing about God, you know. It keeps on producing in us, right? And oh, it's oh, revealing yeah. to us. We we'll go from glory to glory, glory know, to glory. Faith, so he so we're constantly being God is constantly reintroducing us to ourselves. Hallelujah. He's, he's constantly Man. constantly reintroducing us to ourselves and sometimes it it takes uh new relationships it takes other folk it takes other sometimes it takes other things to for god to reintroduce us to ourselves that's why you can never count anyone out no 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 never do it you can never never count anyone out because it it may look like that 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 God that oh man they 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 in this and they in that and so forth and so on and it may look like it may look like that their lives are done but God has a way of bringing us back He has a way of reintroducing us back what some things that should have should have took us out and some things that should have killed us God uses all of that those things to get the the real us to to keep us producing. And, and keep us keep on we keep on reproducing reproducing that's the great thing about god he keeps yes, us sir. he keeps re reintroducing ourselves isn't that amazing that is amazing that's amazing and it's like the more that we get to know god the more that we get to know ourselves wow so that one more time but that's very <laughs> yeah the more that we get to know god the more we get to know ourselves because we are creating his image wow Exactly, and the, and the clear perspective we have about those people around us too. Wow, so we get to see other people how he sees them. Wow, so the more revelation we have about God, the more revelation we'll have about ourselves. Yes, sir. That's why that's a great point because that's why it's very hard. It's very difficult to de to defeat a person that know their God. Woo! You preach it. It's, it's, it's very hard to defeat a person that, that really know their God because them that know their God shall do great exploits, right? So it's yes, very sir. difficult. It's very difficult. I don't care what they lose. I don't care what they're going through. I don't care what kind of trouble they're in. It is very difficult to be the person that know their God because the person that know their God, they also know themselves. They know what's Come in them, right? Come on. Wow. That's, that's some powerful stuff, man. I, 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 man, that's powerful. So mm -hmm. you, 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 I, I told you earlier that I call you guys the shifters because once again, you guys are shifting everything around us and I'm just grateful to be a part of it. You guys are doing, you're doing some amazing things and, 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 and you're not trying to be in a, a, a place 
uh, on an island by yourself, right? You understand Absolutely. the significance of, of, of jailing. You, un you understand the significance of, of merging together, right? Mm -hmm. You understand the importance of, of, of that we need each other, right? We, Absolutely. We need each other. And, and you all, you may not do it like I do it, you know, or, or you may not do it like some other folk, but, but we have to be open The baby boomers. We must be open to the ideas just because I have been pastoring for 20 years. Hallelujah. Wow. What a time. <laughs> I, I still should be open to what you bring, right? You, you have, yes, you're, you're very techno, you know, technology and all of that stuff and then you have an anointing to go with it that's dangerous you have an anointing to go with the tech technology that you have right that's very powerful but i should be open as a pastor to be able to hear what you want to bring so and the ideals that you're bringing let's sit down and talk about them and how how is it going to influence us all of us so but i should be open to hear what you have and if, and if it's going to and, and i don't really have to understand the fullness of it absolutely yeah, i don't i don't need to know all of the details of it right i to be, honest, to be honest though apostle we don't even understand the details of it it's right. like the lord is downloading we just obeying we we outside right. we just and, outside we you out here trusting god and that goes back to what you said earlier when you came on you said prophetic people right mm -hmm. prophetic people don't need to know the whole story <laughs> we just move on what god said so we, we don't have time to go to the board and get a board approval and, and so forth and so on. Now, I'm not saying that you don't go through the proper channels, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about myself. <laughs> I'm not talking to you, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. But, 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 we, but look, when God speaks, we have to move on it, right? We have to do what God is calling us to do, prophetic. That's why prophetic people, pro prophets and prophetic people, we need a prophetic environment. And we need prophetic people. We don't just need prophets, but we need prophetic people mm -hmm. to be able to flow and go with what God is saying and not be able to try to become analytical about what, what he is saying. He's sharing some stuff with me, with us now, man. It's, it's, it's baffling, right? It don't make sense, but God ain't trying to make sense. He doesn't make sense. No, <laughs> he, not to he, the natural mind, no. Right. Mm -hmm. he, he's not speaking to the five senses, right? No, sir. Because if God was speaking to your five senses, you wouldn't be where you are right now, spiritually, probably spiritually and in, in the natural, right? You wouldn't Not be where you all. are. Not at all. If, if you were trying to analyze it, when you try to weigh everything out and see how point A will connect to point B and point B will connect to point C, right? Yes, sir. You, if you analyze that, you're never go going to move and you're never going to be what God has called us to be. So I'm so glad, man, that you are moving with God and just you you have connected yourself with great leadership. And that's very important in the times and season that we, we are in. I believe all of us should be connected to to not just leadership, but but great leadership and God sent leadership. Right. That yes, that they will be able to guide us in the areas that we need guidance in. Right. So I'm yes, grateful, man, that you're really connected with a great uh, a great leadership team where you are and they're doing some great things and i'm really excited for you and god is going to continue to to do some awesome things in your life yes sir yes sir thank you yeah so so keep doing what you're doing and you you talked about you know you guys are you know you 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 you're you all are are so different right because 
know, people was they they were getting upset with me because I I wasn't bringing a physical Bible to the pulpit, right? In in some places I was. I remember. I remember. Yeah. So they they were upset because, dude, I got I have my phone and iPad. So so they were the word is in me in my belly. <laughs> so I mean, so, so we got to get over all of that stuff, right? We we can't be just because you don't bring a physical Bible. So that's that's some of the stuff that you guys are doing, right? So so you're gonna use your technology, right? Yes, sir. The word has have I hidden in my heart. <laughs> so. So, so it's just stuff like that that we have to be more. Uh, we can't really waste time dealing with that foolishness, right? So we we just have to be uh, more open to when it comes to to you all and what God is doing in the earth, you know. So, so, so I I, I know when COVID hit, it changed the dynamics. It Third. changed the narrative of church, right? Changed everything. It changed everything. And there are there are there are folk that said that they would never get on Facebook, social media. But I, I was telling and Marcus, you remember this. We were streaming 20 years ago. Long time ago. Long. We were, we were streaming 20 years ago on streamingfaith.com. <laughs> yes, sir. 20 years ago. So 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 I'm thinking, like, dude, this this stuff is not new. We're I mean, we've we've been doing this stuff for a long time. But so, the church had a hard time with that. They had a really hard time, and I'm I'm surprised. What, why do you think that? Why do you think that? I mean, they they a lot of churches were just stuck in the old paradigm altogether. With not not the technology was only like a part of the need of a shift in the way that they did ministry altogether. With they just were they refused to move out of a stuck place. I don't know if it was fear. I don't know if it was just comfort, you know, um, being uh, familiar with a certain way of doing things. Um, I guess religion, even the religious spirit, the religious spirit calls them to be starch. When you are really submitted to the Holy Spirit, it makes you flexible. Wow. When you really submit it, it makes you adaptable. Um, wow. the, the, the Holy Spirit gives us the ability to like have the advantage, wow. you know, when you really submit to the voice of God, it, it, you are you are with the current of heaven. You're with the current, and you're actually with the current of heaven is actually streaming faster than the current of the earth. Wow, wow, yeah, wow. and that's what we want. <laughs> we want the current of heaven. Yes, sir. We want the current of heaven. So, so, so that's that that that, that, that heaven is not is not a a pun peeled in the anointing. Mm -hmm. It's a river anointing. A pond is static; it doesn't flow. <laughs> a pond is where trash gather. You can you can throw trash in the pond; it'll stay right there, static. Yes, but sir. Not, but a river it flows down, and it flows. A river stream of water flows into a larger body of water, like an ocean, right? Yes, sir. And that ocean, I always say, the ocean is is the atmosphere of heaven. <laughs> so, My God. Uh, Wow, that, that that's powerful. I, I talked with a with a gentleman a while back, and he was saying, he said, Pastor, we don't even have, we have no streaming, we don't have social media uh, platforms, we don't we don't have that outlet, we don't. I said, Well, what about your giving? He said, We don't have no uh, giving online and all of that. So what? You gonna miss a lot of income coming in if you don't have no uh, online giving. Y'all gonna have a hard time. Y'all gonna have a hard time. So I have I have a question here. Somebody sent in that I want to ask you. 
what are some of the challenges millennials have with the state of the current church? Sure. What are some um, of the challenges millennials have with the state of the current church? That's the question. Absolutely. Um, I actually have a stat too from um, Burnoff. Um, it says two in 10 Americans under the age of 30 believe that church is important or worthwhile. Um, Say that again. Huh? Is two out of every 10 Americans under the age of 30 believe that church is important or worthwhile. Wow. Um, and I, I probably get into that, but I believe that's the teaching. The teaching and demonstration are lacking. Um, for lack of better words. Um, the millennials, from what I've gathered, I've had conversations, you know, I lead young adults. Um, first and foremost, and the thing I hear most concurrent is realness. They want, we want realness. We want authenticity. We want the real thing. We don't want the cookie cutter. Um, we don't want the seeker friendly. We, we don't need the services to cater to everybody or we don't need, we, we want Jesus. <laughs> wow. Plain and simple. We we want Jesus, and in addition to encounter, we want sound doctrine. We actually do want to be taught. Right. We we want the Word of God to transform our lives. It's only the Word of God that will transform us. Wow. You know, it it, it rewires our mind. It, it it renews our mind. Wow. Um. So we want God. We want the Word. We want encounter. Um, and, and we need it because we, because we now generation, we want it now. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Um, we don't need, we don't need you to preach to us and be like, well, you get it, you get it 15 years down the road. No, I need it to be applicable to me now. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I need it to now because then if I'm really in God, if I'm grounded and rooted in him, I'm going to want to share it to other people. Right. You know, you can't, when you got I, I know one of the markings of somebody that I know that's like in God is there's an overflow. Right. Like wow. you, you, you cannot hold revelation in you, you know what I'm saying? Right. And not want to share it if you're really on fire for God. Right. Right. If you really carry in the glory, you're going to want to, you're going to have some virtue to share. Right. Yeah. Right. Wow. So I'm sorry. Yes, sir. No, go ahead. Um. Yeah. Realness and authenticity. We, we want, and we want vulnerability too. Right. right. Vulnerability. Um. We don't want leaders that are not relatable. Um. You, we we don't want weak leaders. You know. We don't want you crying every Sunday. But <laughs> <laughs> we don't want you crying across the pit and, and busting and toughing us out. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but but we do want. But we do want somebody that that is human. We want somebody that is human. Right. Right. Yeah. Because because if you can't relate to me, I can't see myself in your story. Right. Right. Awesome. That that's why I believe it's so it's so. You know, it's it is it, it's, it's so much needed that that we be transparent, mm -hmm. and we don't act like that we live next door to God and He's our first cousin. And, and we don't never have no issues and you know, we're just super human, right? Yes, sir. I think tra trans, we have to be transparent, uh, even sharing our story. We have to be transparent yes, sir. And, and because it, it because folk are now able to see the humanity side of us. Right. Yes, sir. We ain't walking around all day with revelation. <laughs> I know I'm not. 
man, that's some days that I want to go off on some folk. <laughs> and do it. <laughs> so, so we we so revelation. We need the revelation, but how? But the the revelation must be must now go through the process where revelation can become practical, right? Mm. So we have to we have we need revelation, but now how do we uh, take this revelation and make it practical in our lives? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and how can we, you know, we tell them the people, this is what happened to me this week, you know, and this is so forth and so on, but, but it makes us, uh, is the, the humanity side, the human side of us, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody challenged me one day and, and asked me, said, they said, why would you, why would you question Jesus? Why would you question God rather? I said, well, Jesus questioned God. Dear, so, yeah. so if he questioned what what make you think that I'm not I don't he may not give us an answer, he may not he may not ask give us an answer to the why, but he's he's not intimidated by us questioning him because no. that shows the humanity side of us being transparent, right? Yes, sir. Yes, you know, sir. I, I, I dealt with this same issue that you're dealing with, and I can tell you what I did in it and so forth and so on. But you're not the only one that's dealing with what whatever you're dealing with. So and and you all can see that you can see when folk and you talked about it. You can see when folk getting up there acting phony and just just use that, that that's not even God. That's a two cent slice of cheese. I can see right through it. Yes, wow. wow. I wonder. Um, and and even back to that point of authenticity. You know, we overcome by you know the word of our testimony. So yeah. like. That's another thing, like when we in community, that's number two, they, the um, millennial generation wants community. Right. They want to feel involved. Um, they want people that they can relate to. They want people that they can do life with. They want people that can hold them accountable, that can pray for them, that can challenge them, that can push them. Um, they want, they want a, a bunch of believers that actually don't just go to church together, but actually live together in community and are joined um, by the spirit of God. Right. Right. Like you said earlier, we're not meant to live on like an island by ourselves. Right. Right. We need each other. We are designed to, to fellowship. We, we are designed to operate. We operate best when we, in, when we are in community, the corporate setting, that's when we operate the best. That's when the most, you know, we, we're, we're able to do some things. I want to read a text real quick. And then we 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 were gonna we're gonna let you go and, and let you say uh, share what God is saying. But I want to read this text out of Matthew chapter twenty one, <clears throat> verse seven. And it says, "They brought the ass." It's in the Bible, y'all, and the colt, and put on them their clothes, and they set him there on, or they put they set Jesus. This is an interesting text here because the Bible says that they put Jesus on the ass and the coat, right? And prophetically, they put Jesus on two generations, the ass and the coat. I remember that. I remember that. I remember this. So, so so the Holy Spirit just brought it back up, but I taught this 15 years ago. Yes, sir. Sure did. So, But Jesus was placed on two generations, right? Yes, sir. And, and this is a prophetic picture. It, it's a prophetic picture that Jesus, he wants to be on both generations, right? Mm-hmm. He wants to be on both generations. 
So we we have to be able to merge the generations together. He's the God of Isaac, Abraham, and Jacob, and so forth and so on. So he, he generational God. We have to be able to merge these generations together and and no one becoming intimidated by the other because we all bring something to the table. We all bring uh, uh, an anointing to the table. We all bring new ideas. We all bring substance to the table. So how, how we, we need to merge the generations together. And I should be, I should, because God can't put new wine into old wine skins, right? Cannot, cannot. So I have to be open to hear what you have to say because you are anointed to say you are you are anointed to speak Ooh. and we shouldn't silence anyone that's anointed to speak <laughs> so 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 we have to be able to to hear what you all have to say and not just hear it and then it, you know go in one ear as they say and go out the other one right but yes, hear sir. what because when you hear what this prophetically what the spirit of the lord is saying and we have to be open to that and i believe if we can get to that place then some some great greater things will happen uh, in the earth concerning God's church. So what else is the Lord saying, Pastor Mark? Well, yeah, I, I do believe like conversations like this are so needed, like like more often than we probably know. Um, even in the place of Sunday morning sermons, you know, like conversations are needed right. to um, address um, where the the state of the church, where the church is going. But then also even issues that the church doesn't deal with on a regular basis. There, there still are to this day things that the church tiptoes around and doesn't really address um, as it relates to like the soul of man. Um, and I believe that the conversations need to be had. There are things that need to be said, things that need to be addressed, things that need to be dealt with and exposed out in the open you know the enemy hides in the darkness so then when we expose certain issues we talk about it and we we speak truth to those things it brings uh deliverance it brings freedom it brings liberation um when you address these things but if we talk about everything else we always talk about money we always talk about you know this this that and the other but we aren't talking about like the core issues right. um that drive um this generation away from the church right right mm -hmm. yeah conversations are very important and i, I believe you know we we were my pastor don and i we were doing kingdom conversations uh, during COVID, right sir yes sir but we're getting ready to gravitate back to that on sundays more kingdom conversations on sundays having these conversations about stuff that we don't want to talk about you know at some point yeah. go touch seven people and tell them god is going to spin you around in three days you're going you're going to get it right <laughs> ain't gonna do it it's not gonna work, not gonna work. That, that there's a paradigm shift yes sir that, that, that as my grandfather used to say that dog won't hunt <laughs> that dog will not hunt <laughs> we say he ain't gonna come off the porch <laughs> he's not even coming off the porch so, so we have to we have to get back to practical stuff, man, and 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 uh, you know, folk are coming in hurting all types of stuff. You know, we we're in some critical times now. The body of Christ, and not just the body of Christ, but all of us, everybody. Uh, there are a lot of things that's happening in the earth. There, there are there are a lot of things that's going to hit the earth that we have never experienced before. Uh, there will be some things that will hit the U.S. soil that we have never experienced before. 
And if 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 we're not, you know, mature and 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 on that foundation and on that solid rock, you know, we we will have some some very difficult times. So you're right. We need to have these conversations more often, more than we are do, doing them. You know, I think you all are, and not just you all, me too. <laughs> I'm not part of your generation, but I'm certainly tired of hollering and screaming every week. I, it gets it gets old real fast. Yeah. yeah. So I believe I am anointed to do this. So Pastor uh-huh. Brandon, I hope you hear me. I am anointed to do what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah so <laughs> so look look before we go though i want tonight i want you to pray i want you to pray for the church uh, and, and release whatever else god is saying uh prophetically if there's a prophetic word that you want to share whatever you believe god is saying tonight i want you to you know to release it and, and pray for pray for the church if you will sir thank you so much okay. yeah um i do want to release this i do believe um that the world is searching for answers wow the world is searching for answers they're looking to fill the god-sized void um that is on the inside of man and i believe that there is a generation um that god is raising up even a remnant um that is being raised up in this time and season that God is raising up, he's raising them up. Um, it would be like the people that you don't expect out of the box, right? Um, it will be this generation and they will have a heart for God and they'll, uh, it's gonna be like a mass, um, a mass income into the house of God. And with that coming, I believe the church of God should build infrastructure and systems to be wow. able to handle the influx of souls that are coming because they're coming wow they're coming um and because the thing about it is because this generation is prophetic and we have um there's just like a turning of the heart i believe there's a turning of the heart um back to god back to the father so i believe that this generation is going to respond there are a lot of distractions but i believe the voice of god is louder than all the 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 noise all the static all the uh, fog that's going on. There's a lot of traffic in the spirit, but I believe that um, God's voice and God's reign supersedes it all. Wow. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I can just lead us into prayer. Thank you. Uh, Father, we thank you now uh, for this conversation. We honor you in this, um, even your sweet spirit, God, right now in this place. Thank you, Lord, for your mind being released, your heart being released. Um, thank you god for the intentionality of this podcast we bless it we call it blessed we call it fruitful thank you god for apostle and the work that you put to his hand god thank you lord that his family is blessed everything concerning him is blessed thank you father that you called him to walk into a season called honor that you called causing him into uh to walk into a season called overflow for everything that he's poured out over the years thank you father that you are um causing recompense god for everything that he's poured out god um, even double fold. Thank you, Jesus, um, for just a fresh anointing uh, upon him now, even a fresh zeal for the assignment. Thank you, Lord, that uh, his latter will be greater than his former. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God, um, for just a fresh outpouring um, in this time and in the season upon uh, the baby boomers and the millennials. Thank you, God, for what you're 
uh, doing in the church, God, that you're raising up millennials that will have your heart, your mind, that will have a focus and a gaze set upon you. Thank you, Lord, that you're raising up giants in the earth that will cry loud and spare not. Thank you, God, that you're raising them up in the schools. You're raising them up in government. You're raising them up, God, um, in places of influence and boardrooms um and uh coffee tables god you're raising them up all over the earth thank you god for the anointing that destroys the yoke uh, of bondage thank you god that you're bringing us into a place of freedom that you bring the earth um into a place of victory god you're just filling the earth with your glory thank you god for a fresh wind thank you upon your church god where we've run dry where we run out where we retire thank you god for your strength being poured out to every believer under the sound of my voice god even those um watching thank you god um that you're just uh pouring out a fresh outpouring of your spirit um where they were um out of strength or where they were discouraged thank you god for being their joy thank you for being their strength god thank you for being their hope um god even to the hopeless thank you god for being a father to the fatherless lord yes, where they felt um out of place or they felt alone thank you god for restoring god yourself unto them thank you god um for just doing what it is that you do best god thank you lord for a fresh outpouring in jesus name i pray amen amen hallelujah hallelujah thank you so much sir That's, i really appreciate that thank you so much uh, wow just really feel the presence of the lord on this podcast tonight just really yes, thank you so much and continue to do what what the lord has, has called you to do and is calling you to do uh, although there i concur there's a shaking in the earth but there's a kingdom that cannot be shaken yes sir <laughs> so so there is a kingdom that cannot be shaken and we're going we're going we are attached to that kingdom and that kingdom is in us so we although everything is shaking around us there's a kingdom in us that cannot be shaken so i'm excited about the kingdom that's on the inside of us listen the podcast is, has come to an end tonight but it has really been great you have blessed me tonight sir you bless me thank you so much thank you so much for coming on pastor marcus really appreciate you and thank you uh, again for for all that you're doing in the kingdom and just really grateful and honored to see how the lord has has transformed your life man it's, it's some great things are happening in your life and i'm just really excited about it uh just to see what god has done uh almost 17 16 17 years ago and and god is he's faithful to his word so just really appreciate you that you will continue to be 